0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Geek Offensive Podcast. On the episode today, on this week's episode, I should say, you think I'd be better at intros by now. Ah, eh, fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> 2018, started things <laughs> off right. <laughs> Welcome, Google Play listeners. <laughs> Uh, we got Mike G from the Wall, a general manager at the Wall. Thank you for coming on, Mike. This was a fun episode.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah, uh, folks, you're gonna enjoy this one. Um, what I love about this year is like I'm getting to branch out to other subjects, beer and cocktails, and you know a lot of other stuff. We learned about Mike. Uh, will be featured on the show today,
2: like fishing and natural habitats, yeah.
0: like actual science. We're like, wow, shit. <laughs> this show's expanding. Um, so yeah, this is a great episode, especially if you're trying to learn about new subjects like beer nature cocktails all that stuff um so yeah again mike thank you for so thank you so much for being on um do you have anything to plug before we get the episode uh playing for the uh, listeners uh, here
1: uh that would just definitely be uh check us out on our instagram at the wall underscore restaurant also check us out on untapped and tapped hunter it's
0: uh the wall underscore restaurant and uh definitely come check us out in the orange circle in downtown Yeah, Wall is a fantastic restaurant, folks. You you can most weekends you can probably spot at least someone from the Geek Say What Network at that place. Definitely, so, Especially like our well, other guests here. Well, we do host here. many celebrities. So. There we go. Oh, <laughs> <Aww, laughs> thank you. Aww, thanks, man. <laughs> Speaking of people who frequent the wall, JPG, where can they find you?
2: So uh, I'm JPG. I am the owner of the Geek Say What Network, and uh, I am one of the co-hosts for Ready, Set Geek, your starting line to geek culture. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Ready, Set, Geek Podcast, and you can find us on iTunes as well.
0: And don't forget to check out the other show on the Geek Say What Network, Geek KO, our bi-weekly trivia podcast hosted by Justin Madriaga, Ish, and Sam. Um, you can find us, all of our shows, on Apple Podcasts and uh, Google Play, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're all on there now. Almost. Almost? Okay. Well... We're on there. <laughs> this show at least is on Google Play, so welcome Android users. <laughs> um, don't forget to check out um, uh, Wayland Productions. Normally, we're in their studio, but this week they needed the space, so we're recording out of JPG's apartment. Um, but you can find Wayland Productions at uh, waylandproductions.ws. Check out all their audio dramas. Uh, Jordan Dene our Geek Apparel sponsor, is uh, out of Brooklyn, New York. She's eco-friendly. Check her out at jordandene.com. Uh, and on instagram at jordan nyc and uh jason uh does marley rosner have a website
2: marley does not have a website as a fucking of yet. asshole
0: um if marley had a website i would have plugged it here but he does all the original music for the uh for the network and big shout out to him uh don't forget to check us out like i said check us out on apple podcast google play um, And I think that's it. Let's jump into the episode. Uh, Don't forget to check out, like I said, don't forget to check out the Wall Orange Circle. Mike G's there, great restaurant, and this is a great episode. So, uh, shit, let's get to the let's get to business. Cue my music. music.
1: Like, want your face touching it, or
2: Uh, you can have your face like uh, you you can be pretty close. You're not um, gonna hear me breathing, like, if you're like, that's that's what these help with, yeah, yeah, like if you're teasing a pretty lady with a kiss. (laughs) Oh, don't make (laughs) weird.
0: Don't make it weird, Mike. Don't make it weird. No, well, no, 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 Eskimo Jason. Kiss. This is the show for that. Oh yeah, that, that is the show. That <laughs> is the
2: show for
1: that.
2: That was the weird. Eskimo yeah. kiss. You, yeah, you don't, you don't got to Eskimo kiss the, the the pop filter. Don't worry I about don't, that. So. Is that what it's called? The pop. It does, filter.
0: it does feel yeah. kind of nice. It? it does, it does, kinda, <laughs> it
2: does feel nice. It does feel nice. You're it right. It Smells like a million breaths, yeah. though.
3: So, <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> so folks, we I got two disclaimers for us. Oh yeah, we're recording already. We got two. I got two disclaimers for us. So, as you might have noticed, it sounds a little different on the show, just because. We're not in the studio, we're back in JPG's apartment, so thank you, Jason, for
2: letting us record here. At least make it sound luxurious, you know? Well, I mean... We're, we're, we're shooting on location. I mean, he does have I his own... Mike <laughs> has it. He, d- he does have his own rats and running around and stuff, so it is it is homey. Um, <laughs> well, um, it's funny that you mentioned uh, on location, too, Mike, because uh, we were actually thinking about recording this at the wall tonight. But oh, it might have man. been like a little too noisy, and oh, like we yeah. don't want you to like have to work during...
0: Like, someone yeah, might ask would, you, like, a question. That would be
1: way too stressful yeah. for me to. So, um, actually, can I move it? Because I feel like kind of weird.
2: Like, I can't yeah, see Yeah, you. If you want to sit at the yeah, corner, yeah, yeah. can I? No, no, go ahead can and adjust I, it. Yeah, can I do right. this right now? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Yeah, we're just, we used, we're just used to sitting in awkward positions for hours at a time. I can't, because I couldn't see you. No oh, no. yeah. I'm talking here <laughs> and I want to turn my face.
1: But,
0: like, I'm
3: but like, you got to oh, stay on the mic.
0: You're like,
1: oh, God. Yeah. Yeah
0: also I think uh Jason JPG I think this is the uh this is the show where I finally have to disclose what I do for a living because I don't want Mike to be associated with mm-hmm. like a spot possibly like sponsored show so
3: yeah
0: <clears throat> so folks this show is not sponsored by any other beer company I work for Heineken and I'm in their sales team so I don't want anyone to think like Mike's being like paid to be here we're not sponsoring the wall or anything like that yeah. so um, actually after hearing that I uh... <laughs> I got to go. <laughs>
3: um,
0: Heideken is not affiliated with the show at all. My views do not uh, represent theirs. They have nothing to do with this. I just, I work for them and I love it. And obviously, I'm going to have some biases when it comes to bigger brands. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm really impressed as to how like easy you did that disclaimer. Because one of the things that we have to start doing for your show is is we have to put a disclaimer now for um which for part for the views associated <laughs> so okay so uh, i just i just found this out from like from some like legal courses and all that so if you have differing views like under like your network you have to have that disclaimer of like oh like the views on the show doesn't doesn't represent the network as a whole and things like that oh yeah 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 so now we have to start putting that disclaimer so i'm really glad that you were really comfortable just doing a disclaimer yeah, and are and- you
1: are you the are you the the rebel, the bad boy of the network. Are you
0: the?
2: Are you the? Are you the? The, the A J oh of the actually. Am I, Boys am I, am I the Fonzie right
0: of the Geek Say What network? <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh yeah! I'm really glad you made that reference, and I made a boy band reference. <laughs> like, I'm really glad about that. that. Shows you, and that shows my age. <laughs> Your disclaimer
1: should be. Uh, these headphones do not represent the...
0: <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what I noticed? I have no problem with these. Alex, okay. this is probably the one of the few things I agree with you on. I'm like, cool.
2: And, and, and to give our listeners a heads up... I'll post about it. Don't worry. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: No, I'm wearing Alex uh like studded like headphones Oh there. I um, mean I'm those t- have to be what are they? Swarovski? Oh my god. <laughs> this <laughs> is classic shit. Look at this, here we <laughs> go. <laughs> I'm going to post that later. Okay. <laughs> no, but Mike, thank you for coming on, man. Like uh I, I heard you on uh, Race at Geek and I'm like we, we got to get you. This is the show that's usually associated with drinking. I got to get you on this
2: one. So thank no, you I, for coming out. I am super excited about <laughs> it, honestly. You know, I we we d- did get sick. around the whole drinking thing though. We did we did stay as PG-13 as possible about it. You ain't gotta worry about that shit here. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just just go hard today, Mike. Right off right
1: off
0: the bat, he's like, "Ah, uh-huh, you're free." <laughs> that's usually what I have to do. It's like, uh, especially like uh, we have one of the other hosts from the other shows come on. They're like, "Oh wait, I gotta watch my language." Well, no, you don't. y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that's what disclaimers for.
3: Exactly. We got a disclaimer Just now. nothing.
0: It's uh, so, nothing but disclaimers. I <laughs> <laughs> don't represent anything. <laughs> disclaimer. Spoiler alerts. Right. And we do, do you, spoiler do, alerts. Do, we do, do, do a lot of spoiler of alerts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a lot of spoiler alerts, a lot of not safe for work warnings. Um unless you're listening to headphones, then I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> so
2: it is really funny. I actually um I, I was actually advertising your show last night. Where? Um Yeah, so uh so Real Talk, uh Real Talk Radio or Real Talk O C um uh, they did a last Jedi debate. Mm-hmm. and they asked me to be the moderator for it. Okay. And so, you know, of course they ask, "Oh, hey, like where they can where can they find you?" And you know, I was uh, I was trying to explain your show cuz I think your show out of all of our out of our three shows so far is the hardest to explain. <laughs> and I and I finally figured it out. Okay. Um you are the intersection between geek and bro. That's what it says <laughs> on the Instagram description. Yeah. So yeah. okay, so now yeah and and it's because like as a geek, you want to be as like sensitive as possible to like people's feelings because you've been bullied and like all this stuff, right? Is that true? i, I well, I guess I wouldn't know I guess because I'm not I am
0: that intimately familiar wait. wait. With, there, there's two parts of that though. You said I am not that, which which. Okay, I, so I that's the thing. Like I, do, I've never fit squarely into the. I've never geek been pegged a
1: fucking day in my life. <laughs> that's that's
0: not true either. But yeah, um, but yeah, that's the weird <laughs> thing. I found myself like, well, I don't fit squarely in the uh, geek peg or the jock peg. So I'm like this weird mix of the two. And I've been like I sp- basically spent all of last year trying to figure that out. Yeah, but and I, how to explain yeah, that? That's yeah. a demographic.
1: Yeah, that is a demographic. Well, I mean, it, it, you could almost say that it's almost more difficult. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you're I I am definitely someone who can speak to being on both sides of the track at, at as it as it were. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like um, you know you don't necessarily feel like you fit in with these guys because right. to them you're natural enemy you mm-hmm. don't feel like you fit in with these guys because to them you're natural geek see and, and, <laughs> yeah I know. And,
3: here's,
2: and and here's the thing mike like you have you know, we, we've we known each other for a while. And the thing is, is that you've seen me blackout drunk. <laughs> and, and here's yeah. here's the thing. Like, I feel like the people that I am blackout drunk with and the people who I can geek out about stuff with, uh, it's, a, it's a very thin Venn diagram with that. It's a circle. Yeah. Almost then, a circle. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, oh the no, other no, way I around. Think, yeah, I think it's the other way around. Oh, okay. Very thin Venn diagram yeah. for it. And, um, and so... <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, you've seen me blackout drunk, but like since you walked into my home today, all you talked about was Overwatch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's I, okay to be multifaceted. Like yeah, you're, you got yeah. different sides not, to yourselves. Yeah. You don't have to fit
0: in
3: one yeah. circle. We're yeah.
2: not one dimensional characters. What is that movie? uh uh no it's not
3: show girls i was no,
2: gonna no, it's the one with the one girl and they can only like it's like it's like futuristic chicago like dystopian chicago and you can only have one like a uh, like personality trait and they find out that this girl has like more than one you got me bro. i don't Her name yeah, I know, is know tris that in it you are. I was
1: gonna akin it actually to um, the the very thin membrane between the worlds in the live action Mario
2: Brothers movie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Even we were- oh, my god. oh, oh, that's better. Oh, oh my god! god. Yeah. Like, so oh,
2: glad. Mike, you're a perfect I'm fit so for this show. Glad. What do you do? <laughs> okay. So we have friends. We have friends uh, at the show. <laughs> who actually do a podcast where they watch a, where they watch a minute of that movie oh okay and then they review yeah, the minute of that, that movie Yeah, I'm very
1: familiar with that. what that, that here, seems like a
2: weird concept, here's the no
1: yeah I've, yeah I'm very familiar with that
2: here's the messed up thing if it's minute 23 they watch that minute 23 times if it's minute 37 they watch that minute 37 times. Oh, they watch the minute. Why? why? Yeah, they watch. Yeah, they What's watch the it as many times as what they are at the minute, and that's like they're It's like their thing. Oh, okay. You know? So
1: that's the that's the thing. That's like for their thing. The,
2: yeah. For the okay, yeah, because there's um,
1: is it the Star Wars minute? There's another podcast uh, where they mention yeah. you know that kind of stuff where they watch it one minute at a time. But that obviously adds another. Wow, that really lets you break it down. And for that movie, that must be painful torturous <laughs> <laughs> like that's a deep cut though like, I love that movie I, I don't get me wrong John Leguizamo I, I love that movie who, so much who is Mario in that oh, oh Bob Hoskins yes okay. from uh, Who Framed
2: Roger Rabbit yes. yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah so apparently there's this rumor that he was drunk the entire time oh there's an even better interview where he's like <laughs> if you ask him
0: the biggest mistake of his life the biggest regret and the worst movie he's ever done the answer is Super
2: Mario Brothers <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, man.
2: and the anniversary for who framed Robert, roger rabbit is coming up too right. really yeah yeah how how long that's it, an old movie man, like 25 30 oh no America? it's is it it's only yeah i oh, feel like oh,
0: it
1: could let me, have been older you guys talk also. you know yeah. it's funny speaking of that it's funny one of the one of the uh cooks at our work mm. he's one of the lead cooks his name is johnny every time he walks into the kitchen mm. i scream it's a mine. Like, because that's the that's the part when <laughs> I mean, he oh, throws up the shade and he thinks it's Jessica Rabbit, mm-hmm. and it's some really weirdly drawn lady, and she turns around and sees it's him, and she goes,
2: "It's a man." And she goes, and she kisses like his face off, like. Oh, okay. Man, yeah. like, well, nineteen eighty eight. It's his thirtieth. Oh God! Yeah. So thirty years. Yeah. Which okay, like I I do have to say, you know how like we're real weird about like um. Like uh when, when like super Uber nerds like have like the anime body pillow of like their favorite anime girl and like all that stuff, right? Unfortunately I know yeah. about that. So if if there's like a Jessica Rabbit of that, I would not think twice to buy that. Oh, I'm sure it exists. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just Jessica Rabbit.
0: <laughs> no, I'm pretty adult. sure it's out there. Like, yeah. I don't know as why a, you have yeah. to. You could, you could check this out right now. Yeah. I oh, bet that's it's there.
1: Lead you down a, a, no pun intended, a very deep rabbit hole.
3: Sure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, hey, hey. hey. That's,
1: <laughs> that's definitely gonna well, that's
0: gonna get somewhere
1: <laughs> for sure.
0: So, like, Mike, <laughs> do you, would you describe yourself as more geek, more bro, more beer nerd, more what? Well, what
1: where, where do you like uh, think
2: your, what is Do you have percentages? percentages? <laughs> yeah, what's your geek discipline? And yes, loving beer is a geek yes, discipline. Yes, it is. I Very will always so. argue that. Yes. Oh man.
1: Not to sound too Okay. I would I would I'd even without even saying the the horrible phrase of I don't like labels. But uh, <laughs> but, but what I would say is is like um uh, a multifaceted, um, you know, there's a multifaceted. If it interests me to a certain extent, I will learn everything there is to know about it. Luckily, through the opportunities I've had at the wall, um. In Orange, California, by the way.
0: It, right in the orange circle. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: 50 craft beers on tap. Pour your own beer system. Check there it out. we go.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we were going to give you time to plug. Like, don't worry. Oh, no. We're, I'm not worried about we're it. We're professionals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing I've learned, it's get in where you fit it. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. <laughs> Try the Lagunitas no. gnarly oh. wine. No. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. have um, to plug mine. Yeah.
1: Yeah, have, right. <laughs> I was going to say, ha- the gnarly wine, amazing. Yeah. Amazing barley wine, actually. And I'm not a huge Barley wine fan, yeah. I had a glass of that the other morning. Ooh, what a way to start the day! At like, seven a.m. Oh, like- give me a break. It was nine thirty. <laughs> Come on,
0: what are we animals,
3: Jason? Yeah, right? Jeez, I had to at least
1: make sure the kids were at school. I first. know. God, <laughs> Before, you're like yeah. in the car. <laughs> it's like the um, the licorice dispenser in uh, uh, Wayne's World. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all just but I reach up and I'm just like. Click, <laughs> look, look,
0: <laughs> look, 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 look. Oh, Correct. God, if you could fit a tap there. That, that would be it. Oh, my God. <laughs> That'd, be That'd be horrible, but like <laughs> awesome at the same time. Like, what is that, an extra gas tank? <laughs> <laughs> you yeah wish. Yeah. In please, a
1: manner of yeah. speaking, yes. In a manner of speaking. <laughs> um, I'm definitely starting to become more uh, geeked out on beer, as you would say. And I'm learning a lot just having this position and stuff. Yeah, as part of your business, but, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, just... Hospitality, entertaining, drinks, food, like all of that as a whole, as far as my um, employment and, mm-hmm. you know, like what I do. Obviously, a huge passion for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, if it really had to boil down to, like, r- what I'm really into, it would definitely be, like, I would say fishing, oh. plants, oh. <laughs> and whiskey. Oh, like beautiful. Those, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> That's a very was, manly set. Of, I
3: would see. I was,
1: you know, yeah. I learned so much in my previous job about whiskey and stuff.
0: You'd be Ron Swanson yeah. if you had the chance. You'd be living in a cabin, <laughs> growing your own forests. I wish drinking I was whiskey. That good at <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? This is not
1: a joke. Is um, one year for a Valentine's Day present or? Some present for my wife, I had actually contacted. He has a real woodworking shop. Oh. Yeah, he has one. And um, and I contacted them because I looked on their website and all they had was huge... Uh, pieces of artwork like one slab or like you know a huge piece of artwork that's made of wood that's a
0: very um like these giant sculptures that's not made no out of one piece really oh, it's okay. like
1: it's like they're like jagged and you know what i mean it's like they took a big huge they took a huge tree that had been felled or had fallen down on its own cut it up into a bunch of big pieces and like stacked it up in a crazy way and it's you know art it's art yeah yeah but then they also have tables which mm-hmm. are like literally a stump and then the slab of wood and I sent him an email like, "Hey, um, <laughs> you guys won't make any like coasters or like or like smaller <laughs> gifts in like, like I guess I had a scrap thousand dollars, you know, because <laughs> they aren't so expensive." And I got an email back. Um, it was from one of the head working guys and was like, "Yeah, no, sorry, we don't do that, you know. Good oh. luck and stuff, but." That's weird in one of our super expensive tables <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I just they're going like, for the
1: big fish that's yeah, it. Right? <laughs> I just thought it was cool to have a like a ron Swanson Nick Offerbin. Coaster, yeah, they
0: couldn't, <laughs> like, they, they can't make one out of scrap.
1: Come you can't on, guys. give me
2: like a keychain, <laughs> yeah, or something like that. Yeah. They can send
1: me a pile of wood chips and be like, Yeah, this is a Ron's potpourri. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he touched it
0: with his bare <laughs> yeah. hands, it just smells like his wood shop. There you go, it's whiskey all over it. It's just like, <laughs> Here you go.
1: Okay.
0: Well, my, how long have you been in the restaurant business? Uh, going
1: on, uh, 13 years now. Wow, yeah. Okay.
0: I don't nice. think I've had a relationship with anything that long. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that says about me, but <laughs> no. But so, so the wall was—it's it, been open for what two years now.
1: Uh, so. uh, next uh, Labor Day it'll be two years, so we're, we're next just Labor. over a year.
0: Yeah, this yeah. last Labor Day we celebrated our one-year anniversary. Okay, and before that, where did you come from? Because I'm, what I'm getting at is like how you two met. Because it was, I believe, I, chapter one, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, I'll yeah,
1: go. Okay. It was funny because I was listening, like I said, I was listening to the other podcast today and we were talking about Matty
3: mm-hmm. and
1: why he got his job at doing what he did. And we had decided that it was just so that he can get the uniform to become an exotic dancer.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wait, he had a uniform? I never saw Matt working. No, so, no, but, no, no. no, 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 no. He, the
1: uniform be, he wears now. Yeah. Oh, he wears okay. now okay. is, is oh. for the stripping. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. I got called over here for a disturbance, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> ladies. I don't know about ladies. Huh? <laughs> yeah. We
2: we really question like, hey if guys. it's ladies <laughs> hey guys, or it. not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey gents. <laughs>
1: but no, I was working at um Chapter 1 the Modern Local mm-hmm. downtown Santa Ana. Shout out to Chapter 1. Woo! Amazing. Um, and uh, I had a lot of great opportunities there. Mm-hmm. I picked up a lot of great, great stuff. Bar. That's where I really learned a lot about whiskey. A lot about beer, too, but just mm-hmm. craft cocktails. You know, I had a couple cocktails on the menu for a while. Yeah, they really pushed
0: the cocktails up at that kind of bar.
1: Oh, yeah, because it's, you know, it's, it's the experience at the same time. That would definitely be what you would call like a fast craft bar. Mm-hmm. Because there's definitely places where you're going to go and you're going to pay more for a drink. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that guy is going to stand in front of you you know it's it, a term in the business would definitely be like oh yeah that's like a four minute cocktail so huh. so or like you know that should be like a 30 minute a 30 second drink or uh you know a th- most drinks should be 15 to 20 seconds or in vodka sodas or whatever
0: yeah i've heard a little bit of that terminology because like the bartending i did was like it was for an event center so it's just speed speed yeah. speed um so you yeah you got like the full bartender that's turn experience. And burn.
1: Oh, that's that what the term the, is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, for any kind of place where you're just trying to get them in, get yeah. them out,
0: get the dough, hit the flow. Yeah. The worst is when they're trying to like, when one drunk lady's asking for like a mar- uh, a martini in like three different ways. And you're like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait. So so what's the term for
2: like that four
1: minute cocktail? A four minute? Um, well, I mean, that's when you go into a really... You know, four minutes, that's that's a bit of an exaggeration. Oh, but also, okay. at the same time, let's say you go to a place that offers cocktails that are, you know, three ingredients max. Most of them are stirred. Mm-hmm. So it might be a smaller bar. They might be a little higher priced, mm-hmm. better ingredients. I don't um,
2: think I've ever been to a bar sm- like this. I've seen like a that. few out here. Where, yeah.
1: where a guy, you know, he'll come and he'll put his mixing glass in front of you and he'll talk yeah. to you. And so what I'm doing now is I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And also, at the same time, even when those places are busier... It won't be exactly like that, yeah. But it will be, you know, it's some of its experience, some of its quality. I kind of want to experience this now.
0: Yeah, I've seen one out here, and I've seen like a, a bunch in San Francisco. Uh, obviously, speakeasy.
1: Yeah. A lot of speakeasies do it. you yeah. know at one place.
0: Oh, Blind Rabbit. What I, was, I uh, yeah. that's the exact. Uh. Oh, perfect. To okay. mention. Yeah. There you go. Nice, hey bro. <laughs> the table's wider than I thought. So yeah. I agree. My, Just I'm like I'm oh shit! Sure. I was like,
2: uh. I was gonna I was say like, oh. that was the weakest high yeah. five we've ever seen on the. Geek I don't. Offensive.
0: I don't think that registered on the uh, on the Zoom here. <laughs> 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 no, well, good. Uh,
1: no, but uh, um, uh, yeah, Blind Rabbit, amazing yeah. spot. One of my mentors worked there for quite a while.
0: Oh really? Uh, yeah.
1: Oh, well! Shout out to the wiener.
0: Yeah, no, fantastic spot. Like, it's awesome because, like, there's literally... You do see, like, their... Their kiosk right there to, for like reservations. Yeah. But like once it's that's
2: over with, Saki Castle. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 This giant door. Yeah. Giant door opens. To, it's like hard. Is it hard to get a reservation there? Or? You just have to have one. Oh, yeah. Okay. You it's just got to
1: make sure you have
0: one. Yeah. Not terribly difficult. I think no. you, could, you can only have like a small party of like five or six or something oh, like wow, that.
1: Okay. Yeah. It, it's, it's a tiny, it's tiny spot. Very small. It's. Yeah.
0: I, I akin it to like a pirate's like
1: hidden drink away because it's very dark in there. You're not allowed to use your cell phone. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's you know they even ask you to speak and hushed tones. Yeah, uh, All the cocktails are handcrafted. Um, when I went in there, he knew what they carried one of my favorite whiskeys, which is Angel's Envy um, Great choice. Caribbean uh, Cask Rye. <laughs> we had some beers before this, folks. Yeah, Don't we had worry. We a few beers. We had a few beers. Um, and that is one of the just most flavorful, amazing uh Expressions, as you would say, of rye I've had before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot. Angels NV is around a lot, and what you would normally get is their bourbon that's aged in port barrels. Uh, this one is much more hard to find, especially now, because I believe that their uh, production on it has waned. Um, so it went from a ninety-nine dollar bottle of whiskey to like a three hundred dollar bottle of whiskey. But every time I it down, he knew exactly what i wanted wow which is just a glass of that yeah
0: do they still do the thing where it's like um uh you, you just let the bartender choose and then he like does something for you
1: um yeah
0: because they did that the last time i was there it was a while that ago.
1: that can be that can be a, a a a either a amazing experience or a real thorn experience the thorn in the paw, depending on who it's for, for the bartender, what. Because there's a way to ask for something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go to a bar and you say, make me something, I trust you, or just, you know, whatever, you know, make me something you like, what mm-hmm. are you good at? Nine times out of ten, and this is from personal experience, from mm-hmm. bartending from Hawaii and Waikiki, you know, all the way to downtown Santa Ana, and I worked in Newport Beach and this and any other thing from hearing so many people make me something usually you don't really just want them to make you whatever. You know, you have something in mind. So if you do actually want that, you should definitely be prepared to get whatever.
0: Right. In in Blind Rabbit's case, though, it was actually, like, a thing on the menu. Oh, yeah. It was, like, bartender's choice. And, like, when I asked for it that one time, it was, like, they did this crazy thing where it's, like, they took a plank of wood Mm -hmm. and, like, Lit it so that it was smoking. They put the
3: glass oh, over yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. It
0: flavors the glass mm. and they have like the cocktail in a separate shaker yeah. and they pour it out for you at the table. Mm-hmm.
3: Good. And Lord. it was, that is definitely, it was awesome.
0: That was definitely
1: something. Also, you know, actually having a little machine that they would, uh, <laughs> That that was a that was a big thing for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, and stuff yeah. happened just like in, in Oh, like fad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. exactly. Like like you know, and it's actually coming full circle from the hardcore craft scene. Now some of the what was once considered uh lower end ingredients or ways of doing it, like you got frosés now, which are ro- for, excuse me, what? Frozés?
3: I don't think I I I've I've no, never heard of that. I have no oh, idea that's, what that that is. that's
1: really big, which is uh, where they throw a rose, uh usually like um uh because rosé is normally just regular wine, they made it sparkling, which is they add carbonation. They'll right. throw that into, usually what's a, essentially a slushy machine, that will freeze it. They'll put that in a glass and boom, you have an alcoholic slushy.
2: That sounds amazing.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
3: it
0: sounds like that'd be a hit for brunch, right? At least.
1: It or sounds so like, like it sounds like heartburn to or me, tight. and I would have to drink yeah. a lot of it just to get. A good- <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> I do find like now that I'm older, I do find myself staying away from like sweeter drinks.
3: Yeah. Like I have to well, stick Rose to like
1: not
0: super sweet.
1: Yeah, it's not a super sweet wine. It's, oh, okay, it's definitely got some floral notes to it. Um, it's usually a little bit on the drier, like kind of citrusy, light side. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so.
0: But, but, you know, like you said,
1: but the, the smoked for whiskey and drinks and stuff like that, it definitely added a lot of depth.
0: What, for sure. What's, like, the weirdest fad you've seen in, like, the bar scene or for uh, drinks? The weirdest
1: fad would probably be, like, uh, and it didn't even last long. It was the, um... Uh, gosh, what it's called, uh... Not, not gastronomy. Uh, like, uh... Crap! Now I'm, I, my mind is <laughs> farting so hard now because we were even going to do some of this stuff. Mixology. Well, it's not it's mixology this, or whatever. Uh, which I've always hated that term. Yeah. Um, but, uh... gosh, yeah, it's uh... gastro something. Pubs. Gastro. Not gastro pubs, but yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> any, <laughs> any, well, anyway, what was it's it? Like when you're taking like um, you know you're basically using you know, instruments of science to create like different elements of a dream. Oh, they
0: use like dry ice and shit. You might create a foam. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, there's actually, speaking of parks and rec, there's an episode. Yes. Tom takes them to a bar where like, vodka is served in a splash of light yeah and then and then like uh ron orders whiskey and it's actually like um a lotion that he yeah on his head. he's like this is a play on whiskey it's actually a scotch infused
0: yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like a,
1: yeah, yeah it's like, like, like using science to make things cool
0: i really like i haven't seen anything like that here maybe in like vegas it was probably more common but like i'd see stuff like that and i'd be like "That must be such a pain in the ass oh, for yeah. whoever's making it
1: <laughs> well i think we were gonna do at chapter we were talking about doing and it was a great idea we were talking about doing some sort of tomato foam play on a um it was a uh, tomato foam a tomato foam for a um uh, caprese salad it was like a caprese salad uh, style drink okay so it would have okay. been uh you know vodka based uh some sort of uh tomato foam with a buffalo mozzarella skewer Okay, and then also um, some
0: sort of balsamic uh, drizzle, like a almost like a weird like Bloody Mary almost kind L- of yeah something similar something similar oh, okay. yeah
1: I've actually been playing around with like a Bo- Bloody Mary that's uh, crusted in uh, squid ink breadcrumbs okay like making it like a Kraken style and doing like a oh, like on the octopus tentacle or. coming oh, out of it cool. you know what I mean like a yeah. bloody mm-hmm. bloody ocean you know I also had a cocktail there that had a flaming pirate ship on it.
0: Which was pretty cool. Wait, would you know, Jason? Would he know what the chapter done is? Would you know what's inside
2: of a chapter done? Because I'm. Do you remember that? One. This the was Chapter okay. done.
0: <laughs> okay, so like story time. Uh, back when Jason graduated, yeah, in, uh, <laughs> from college, we took him to chapter one. I don't know if you was he. Would he have been working there? No, oh, this is 2011. Have uh, no. been working? Oh, it was, was before. Okay. Yeah, they would. They were fresh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, this was a drink that like I guess they originally made it for cups. But uh, Maddie G, like introduced it to us, and
2: we were—you're only allowed to order one because it was but so since strong. I graduated, they just let us order them, and I thought I was gonna die. Like it's the—it's probably one of like the the most fun nights I've ever had <laughs> with the one of the worst hangovers I've like ever the had. In closest my life.
0: you've come to actual alcohol poisoning? Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, probably one of the closest times.
0: Yeah, and it was it was like a bomb drink. It was this really tall glass, and you had to drop like a shot glass into it. Oh, you yeah. were just like, "What the? Fuck? What was the color of the liquid it you was dropped light it in?" Light blue. blue? Yeah, it was blue. Oh, that's never good. Yeah. You see a color that's not in nature, that's yeah. probably not a good sign. Okay.
2: So so my answer for for that was um like I I worked in a bunch of turn and burn places and I uh and like the worst gig I ever had was I was a bartender in a nightclub. And it was a nightclub that like specifically catered to like people who just turned 21. <sighs> And the biggest fad that I saw was um, like, do you remember L.A. Waters? Ugh. L.A. Waters? The yeah. Hell was that? So it was like this this awful bastardization. Yeah. Yeah. So it's oh, like no. awful Long Island for alcohol bastardization. Where oh, it's like, no. Where it was like a. a uh, you put um,
1: Chambord in there. As opposed to Coke, right? Yes. Shit. So, you're, okay. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Dirty and then water, they came yeah. with Tokyo Teas.
0: Which G- yeah, was, I'm, oh, uh, I remember Tokyo sour Teas. Sour apple,
1: apple Pucker.
0: Mm-hmm. Or like, uh, yeah. So. Midori in some places. Midori, yeah. yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah,
2: but yeah, those Long Island bastardizations. Like, really, I think the oh. only one that's really stood the test of time is, a, is an Adios. Mm-hmm. Like anything after that, like, no, just, just order one of them. I understand it's like the best bang for your buck, but don't try to, don't try to dress it up by calling <laughs> it something else every few years, you know, but yeah, the LA water, that's the one I was like, Oh cool. Oh. I have to make this for six months and then, <laughs> and then it just like fell off of the face of the earth. You know, like, so good riddance, I, good I, riddance, I say it, yeah.
0: that's only gonna cause more mistakes.
2: Oh, no, I still got them. I mean, luckily,
1: where we're at now, we don't have booze, but I still got them that chapter. And uh, I was for me, bartending in Hawaii for over a year. If I never had to make another Mai Tai in my life, I <laughs> <laughs> would be okay, but um, actually, now that's not true because. After learning a lot of craft stuff, I would love to make an original Mai Tai, which is made with much different ingredients. You know, I was taught to use uh, creme de almond as mm-hmm. opposed to orgeat syrup, which yeah. is an almond uh, a syrup that's usually a bar syrup made from almonds, fresh mm-hmm. almonds and stuff like that. And the rum you use and the juice you use, you can make it delicious. But I was making five-gallon batches for people who are, drink, who are going on all-you-can-drink uh, catamaran cruises. So they're yeah. just ladling that stuff in the solo cups, you know? And <laughs> I never had to make another one of those again. Right, okay. But for adiosis, I was lucky enough when we were there that we were like, nah, we don't make those here. This isn't that kind of place. And people say like, well, yeah, but I, you know, I'm, you want I want to get, you know, I want to get to where I want to be. You know, I want to <laughs> get fucked up. Yeah. You know? And like, what would you drink? And, th- the the truest thing you'll ever hear is from, and this has been agreed by many of the people I've worked with and known throughout the industry, is just like, shot in a beer. Yeah, it's just like yeah, Gets shot of, where you shot need of be- whatever you yeah, want shot, and, yeah, and a beer, beer. You know what I mean? Like someone's like, "What's your favorite cocktail?" I'm like, well, a "Shot and beer." Yeah, you give me a shot of whiskey
0: and a good beer, or, and I'm good. or as we learned on one of the previous episodes of the show, white wine apparently takes you where oh. you need to go. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Please yeah. tell me it was out of a box. No. no.
3: Oh, oh next thing? time. Yeah.
2: No,
0: okay. No, 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 no. Next yeah. time.
2: Next time, you promise, skinny marker. All
0: right, fine. <laughs> 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 on one of our other shows, it's a tradition to have like a girly slash classy drinks. So okay. I brought in like Chardonnay mm-hmm. thinking like, okay, we'll be fine off of this. And we got pretty squirrely yeah, on the show. So. Wine drunk is uh, a whole you know, yeah uh, there are people who would dispute it, but I totally
1: stand by there is definitely different types of intoxication. Yes, you're, you're wine drunk. It's that's an amazing drunk right there. I yeah. just, horrible fucking hangover though.
2: I actually <laughs> just experienced this for the first time, like being like truly actually wine drunk. Yeah. This was a few months ago and uh, there's a there's a bar right across the street from the Pantages in Hollywood called Wood and Vine. Uh, we made uh Alex and I made friends with uh, I've heard of that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex and I made friends with uh with the manager there. A uh, very, very nice guy named Wally. And he actually uh because of an incident that happened, he actually invited us back for free for uh like a tercero wine tasting. Oh, well, I've had this stuff before, yeah. Okay, so there was like forty-ish people there. We're the only two people who got like the free tickets for it and stuff. So we were ecstatic, right? And they pour a glass of wine. I'm like, oh, cool. This is like one of the four glasses I'm going to try. No, that's not how wine tasting works. Okay. Wine tasting is an excuse for white people to just get hammered on a wine. Wait, have you never done wine tasting no, at all? Oh. I've never. No. And this was like a wine pairing tasting dinner. Okay. And it was the most amazing thing ever because it was just I was like I was the darkest kid by like seven shades <laughs>
1: that night, right? Yeah.
2: And like, and it and, and I was gonna was,
1: say I didn't know that white people needed an excuse to get
2: hammered on. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was
1: but, like Ha-ha,
3: we're white, we're good.
2: <laughs> but it was just this amazing moment where like it was everybody just so buttoned up and like and just just tight and like, oh, this food isn't good. I'm sending it back. And like and then like after that first glass of wine, it was just this like it it was like i figured out the secret password for white people stuff (laughs) and it was amazing buddy you gotta go to like napa
0: do one of those wine tours you'll see people with the wine yolks have you seen those where it's like you don't have to yeah they just basically have a glass around their neck and then they just go from winery to winery it's hilarious
2: that sounds amazing. <laughs> and you have the Napa wine train also. Yeah. Which oh, there's, bu- there's a bunch of those. Yeah. yeah I what is th-
1: that? You put your arm out the window with a glass and and they're
0: just like... No, but we're starting that business right? once we're done with this show. It's
1: going uh, <laughs> to be Western-themed.
2: There's going to be a heist in the middle just of like it. It's like a bunch
1: of people with super soakers standing way out there. Just like, exactly. all right, let's, let's try to make as many as we can this time. Because last time, you're a Phil. You were just aiming straight at that guy's face. you got you to try to make it in the
0: glass. You <laughs> laugh, but you could pull that off in a circle. I'm just saying, you, you people... If people driving in the circles yeah. just <laughs> just aim a super soaker at the
1: we'll center. Call it open up. Or go. Open wide. we <laughs> are we'll just say. like I'm ready.
2: So, <laughs> so knowing this much about like beer and cocktails and and just cr- the craft in general,
3: mm-hmm.
2: what are some misconceptions that you guys just want to get the hell out of out of the industry? Like, well, what you, are just certain like thoughts that you just want to get out of people's heads?
0: You, you did kind of touch on this, Mike. Like. Um, how might how a classic mai tai should look and taste? So, that that goes for a lot of drinks like daiquiris. They're not. Everyone thinks of those like frozen like mm-hmm. slushy type things. If you have like an actual daiquiri, That's a great it's, point, yeah, it's not like that at all. Yeah, it's like an actual cocktail. Very simple. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Usually, yeah, it's shaken. It doesn't have crushed ice. You know what I mean? It's usually very simple. Some rum, some lime juice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the classic cocktails.
0: Yeah, absolutely, uh, like
1: definitely. Same thing with like old fashions. Yeah. Um, so I mean there's I mean it kind of really depends on what you're looking for, you know. Um mm-hmm. uh, there's so many different uh, facets of and obviously in any of our jobs there's things that people do, you know, and especially when dealing with the public. Uh I don't know, like there's I could probably I, I could fill several podcasts with a list of things that, like, you know what I mean? Uh,
0: Oh, you know, here's one I'd like to see go is just beer snobs who just turn their nose up at, like... Pretty much anything, unless it's like super aged or double
2: barrel uh, whatever. I would even take that further because yeah. my my gripe is when um, is when like beer snobs judge you for for uh, ordering a lighter colored beer. Mm. Oh yeah, like, you know, no. Like, oh, the darker it is the better. It's going to be. It's better than that light colored beer. That That's have, bullshit. Like, yeah, yeah, absolute exactly, bullshit. Exactly. It, it, it's something that uh, that people think. It, it, it's like it's like ruling to mm-hmm. them, yeah you know like it's it's just it's just like these hard and fast rules for them but i never understood yeah. that i mean that ipa
0: you brought us earlier it's this beautiful clear golden color mm-hmm. and it is delicious yeah yeah definitely yeah speaking of I,
1: i'm just actually gonna yeah, yeah go way. for yeah, it sure.
0: can i grab another yeah go for it um <laughs> another thing in general like we're uh 135 um so one thing with like uh beer snobs like i it's, just, it's embarrassing to say this, but, like... Um, what are you looking... What? Huh? No, we're good. Um, no, I mean, I, I actually had that beer snob phase. And there's this kind of weird thing where... Because it's, like, everyone's drinking, like, Bud Light or Pabst or something. And then... You think like, oh, because I found this rare one, I get to own it. And it's not just a thing that's exclusive to beards. A lot of nerdy stuff in general has these kinds of snobs where it's like, oh, I know this, so I'm better.
2: I, I think that's why I love doing episodes like this. You know, like when we when we had you on Ready, Set, Geek, Mike, it, it was like um, a lot of people were like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like you guys are doing a beer episode. Like, no, I think... I think the same sort of passion you put into comic books or video games or board games or things like that like goes go right into beer as well. And that's one of the themes similar. of this show, Jason. Yeah, and yeah. it's and it's incredibly similar. Um that being said, I I just like I think I think I just wanted like just stop being judged in general for liking yeah. lighter colored beers. <laughs> that,
0: that's one thing I learned when I was like before I worked for Heineken it was like I was Bev, I was working at Bevmo. So that's where I learned like a lot of my disclaimer my-
1: Uh, None of the uh, views expressed here are
3: uh, (laughs) Heineken Incorporated.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Santori owns them or something like that.
0: Huh? for who? For Heineken? Heineken phone. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, good for just, them. Just just the 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 largest family-owned brewery in the world. But oh, uh, no, that's, that's but be, uh, but anyway.
1: <laughs> saying, no, honestly in this day and age it's such a, I mean I don't think many people mm-hmm. if I could just uh go off on a on a separate little yeah, page, yeah, yeah, here, go for I don't think many people understand that almost every single um "Quote unquote domestic breweries now owned by a uh, international corporation," you know Santori. Oh, that is, I have no problem saying. Fuck Budweiser, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, anything you know yeah. what I mean? It could be Coors. Like on the last one, I was. Uh, I think when uh, Miller Coors, when they bought Miller Coors, they made them separate because it would be some sort of
0: monopoly. Oh, so that I that I actually can't talk about. So AB InBev, which is the the global property that owns like mm-hmm. budweiser now they recently, Who are owned
1: by santoria yeah though, by the way
0: so like they owned uh they bought out um sab miller mm-hmm. uh, late last year so now it's like globally it's like Bud Miller Coors are all under the same yeah. giant umbrella. But I believe, yeah. if
1: I'm if I'm not mistaken, I do yeah. believe that through that buy, they were forced to separate the yes. Miller Coors in a separate because they didn't want them to own Miller and Coors exactly. and Budweiser all at the same time. Um, just even for that, you know, it's no longer an American made, American owned company, which mm. is important. No problem with it, mm-hmm. but it is an important fact for sure. Um, but as far as I, I couldn't. I mean, I couldn't put this more simpler, uh, like more simply. Uh, honestly, beer is not about judging people. You know what I mean? Like yes. what I do. Um, even though there's definitely, and that's the one downfall that I've uh, straight away, and it's even kept me from working with certain people. Uh, I am not in this business to make anybody feel bad. You're right. I'm not in this business to uh, make to judge anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, if you walk in my establishment and you say you Bud Light, or drink mm-hmm. if you Bud Light, if you drink Bud Light, good for you. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Unfortunately, I don't carry Bud Light. Right. But what I would love to do is be able to introduce you to one of the amazing craft beers we have on tap mm-hmm. that is not only can be hopefully comparable in price, if not, you know, oh. largely more, but... You know something that you are gonna love. Yeah. You know, and live it. Let li- live and let live.
0: That was yeah. always a fun thing to do when I was still working at Bevmo. It's like, oh, you you only drank this or you only like this. What, let me let me show you this one, and you are gonna kind of ease them into a different styles. So it's like I, I think what I use as like an analog for like, let, let's say I got a customer who's really like willing to try something new. I am like, okay, try that great white from I think it's Lost Coast. Mm-hmm. Just be like. Okay, try that. Come back. Tell me what you think. And I have them like, tell me what you like, what you didn't like. And then I could like guide them to be like, okay, try this one. and so, try this one. And it, it was, it became like, I had a set of like regulars who would like come in and ask yeah,
1: me for that's, stuff. It was that's awesome. a great way to do it. That's yeah. a perfect way to do it. Mm-hmm.
2: But what are we going to say? No, I was going to say, like, it's like, so Great White is like your palate cleanser. Of it, like- it's not, I wouldn't say
0: neutral, but it's light enough. But it's a there's a jumping off point. Right. There's a. There's, I don't want to call it a starter beer because it's a little bit more substantial than that, but it's not so aggressive that
2: it's gonna be off putting. What would you count as a starter beer? Because I think that's a that that's a problem I think that a lot of um like especially twenty one year olds have. It's like they're still in that phase of, ew, beer is icky, you know, like I'm just gonna get all these fruity drinks or anything like that. And that's what I noticed from like a lot of the younger so generations think- when they're you know, when they start this. So like if you had to choose like a, like a good, like, okay, this is what you should start with and then we can ease you into this, are there any sorts of brands I'd, or I'd are there love any to, sorts of flavors? I'd love to hear your approach to
0: that since you work with all those taps at the wall, which is located in the Orange Circle.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, right downtown, right? Yeah, Circle, yeah, right yeah. next to anyway.
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah, just right there.
1: Um, excuse me. Um, that is a really great question. I think it really depends on your willingness to try new things.
0: Okay. That's a big factor. Because
1: to be honest with you, um, it can be one of the hardest things in this dimension or any other, maybe, (laughs) Uh, could be trying new things because you might have someone walking in who's like literally... I'm I'm a blank fucking canvas. Just mm-hmm. whatever you want to give me, give because I would recommend literally if someone came into our restaurant, I would say mm-hmm. pick one thing from every category, especially if you've never tried anything before, and just try them. Like try some tasters, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's the beautiful thing about the uh, a pour your own a self serve mm-hmm. system. You're able to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and the flights too. Yeah, that's exactly. such a great tool. Yeah, yeah.
1: definitely. Um, but you know. Starting off with I would just if you if you're adventurous try a bunch of different stuff, Mm -hmm. you know because like like the one there's one kind of Dining out rule that me and my wife have Sarah. I love you by the way Um, Have it is um, we love to try new things together Mm. and our main rule is look I'll order it once Mm -hmm. if I love it fantastic because now i have something new that i can say like i love like if i go somewhere i'm like oh i know i like that i'm gonna have that if i don't like it i'll never order it again but at least i tried it yeah you know what i mean exactly yeah exactly but like at the same time starting off with you know you it, it that can be a really hard um question to ask because without asking a few questions uh, mm-hmm. I love the fact that you said when they try that you know the first thing I do like if, if you tell me what kind of beer you might like I'll give you something I don't ask what you liked about it mm-hmm. I ask you what you didn't like about mm-hmm.
0: it. What which is so like yeah it's it? very important to think yeah. about that too I was like oh I didn't like it being you know too bitter or something yeah because mm-hmm. that's the yeah.
1: most actually the most yeah. important part because the yeah. things that you like about it you're gonna hold on to but not as deeply Mm-hmm. As you know, there's a there is a saying in the industry for sure, which is, um, and this is about rating service, which is um, you know, ninety percent will complain. You know, everybody's willing to complain about what went wrong mm-hmm. with your meal or with your service or whatever. But the few people who take the time to reach out and to compliment it takes it usually takes a lot more for someone to do that. You know what I mean? Cuz it's yeah. a lot easier to say you don't like something or complain about something than it is to be like, "Hey, you know what? I I need to let you know how amazing this was cuz mm-hmm. it was fantastic." Cuz if it was just great, then you'll just come back.
3: Yeah.
0: You know. And to connect this with like what I was saying about beer snobs earlier, this is like an easy way for like someone to get turned off from beer. It's like Oh, you didn't like this? <laughs> you have terrible taste. It's
3: yeah. like whoa. Yeah.
0: Listen, so some some beers are you know they're great right off the bat. Some are great like once you've acquired certain you know uh, preferences. So th- that's back to like beer snobs. Like that's what I hate about it because like people like that will turn people away from beer Anybody altogether. Who knows I'm, anything about yeah.
1: about eating, drinking, <laughs> anything of that nature as far as like a elevated because if if you really boil it down it's eating and drinking yes you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. we've been doing it since the beginning of time you know what I mean and all this stuff had to be formed at some point but if you were to boil it down to anything um, you your palate changes you know what I mean like everybody's palate evolves everybody starts liking different things like you know you'll never like the same thing like when I was a kid you could if you put you know, tomatoes grilled onions on my burger I would not eat that
3: mm-hmm. but yeah. being
1: being the person that I am today load them on there because mm-hmm. I love them now yeah. you know like it, it takes time for you to develop your palate but and all you're ever going to do by shitting on someone for what they like mm-hmm. is turn them off from liking that and, exactly. and not to want to explore not want to be open and that is honestly one of the worst things because and that's one of the things we love to express you know where you know at the wall and stuff like that but but in anything that i've ever done Mm -hmm. and that's what i express to my employees which is um it's just all about we're not here to uh make you feel bad about what you don't know we're here to make you feel better about what you just learned
2: yes you know what i mean are you guys allowed to talk about, like, your favorite beer that you've ever had? Oh, all the time. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. All the okay. time. I'd, yeah. I'd love to hear, like, what was, like, the one beer that, like, sticks out in your head? Like, if you were on, like, your deathbed, this was the one that you had to have. I'll mm. uh, oh, go ahead. Mm. Uh, After you. This,
0: I swear to God, this actually is not affected by my company at all. But, like, before I got hired, uh-huh. Lagini's Hop <laughs> Stupid was my legit favorite like, huh. that was my go-to. That one and the uh, Deschutes uh, anniversary, the Black Butte yeah. anniversary. So, we just, yeah, we just had that on. Yeah. The Black Butt Porter. Black Butt. <laughs> if I had, the oh, black my God, butt. when I was selling that stuff at BevMo, I'm like, if I had a dollar for everyone who said Black
3: Butt. Let me get that Black Butt.
0: <laughs> That butt dough. <laughs> it's like, coming right up, sir. <laughs> I would look at people and be like, man, you know that says fucking butte. Come on. <laughs> we. All, I'm serving it to you, and I know it says butte. It's like, it like, oh, my thumb was over the E. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I think those two, because they, they were just examples of, like, a style taken to the extreme. Like, I... A lot of delicate stuff is lost on me Because like I just for some reason I prefer Much bolder flavors So hop stupid It's you know like drinking a tree I know there are other ones that are probably hoppier but like That one yeah. seems to hit the right balance for Which me Which is also an important aspect because People who have who are able to pick
1: Up on more subtle flavors mm-hmm. are Usually have an inability to Recognize the um, effectiveness of just something that's bold and mm-hmm. balanced, you know. Yeah. Huh.
0: it's usually too overpowering for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the the shoots. It. I mean, it tastes like chocolate cake. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, I'm never gonna complain about that. So, <laughs> Mike, what about you? My my most favorite ever. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, I know this. Is that's a hard tough because you go through it's way like, more beers than I do. Yeah, okay. it's like it's like choosing a favorite child at this point. Um. <laughs> Well,
0: we could split it up. So do you have a favorite at the moment and then a favorite of like a go-to? Um,
1: I'm trying to think. No, we'll let you think. Yeah.
2: I want to hear this.
1: <laughs> I could say it for whiskey. I can oh, please. Oh, oh, yeah, well, yeah, let's do that one then. Uh, my very favorite. Okay. So uh, my very favorite whiskey I've ever had in my life Mm-hmm. Would have to be the rhetoric twenty-one year from Orphan Barrel, hmm. and the interesting story about Orphan Barrel is they are a blending company that goes around to uh, different rick houses in the south, and a rick house for those of you who don't do not know is a place where whiskey is aged. Um, it usually has no insulation. Because one of the most important factors in aging whiskey is exposing it slightly, the barrels, to the elements. Because it's important for the heating and cooling effect. Um, when aging booze in barrels, you're aging it in a charred oak, very porous material, which is oak mm-hmm. wood. Yeah. So as, it, he, as, as we all know, which we learned in uh, science class, mm-hmm. is when things get hot, you know what do they do? They expand, Stand. right? Mm-hmm. And so a porous material that expands will absorb any liquid that's around it. When it gets cold, it will contract. So it will expel that liquid. So in doing so, that is the process of aging. It it It's slowly, and that's why it takes years, because it will yeah. slowly expand and contract until it has literally done what's called the turnover, where it completely ages that whiskey and continues to do it. So what these guys do is is they go around to rickhouses, they grab barrels that were either forgotten or will never be added because they're too old, they don't do this, they don't meet quality, control, whatever, and then they blend them and they mix them together because you can make an amazing single malt, which is something that is just made from one batch of whiskey, mm-hmm. this and that and the other thing. But the art of blending is just as important, you know, because you're taking things that either may not be good on its own or... You know, were forgotten and you're creating something that's amazing. So they take these whiskeys, they blend them, they make batches, and then they ex- they make an expression, which is a bottled, labeled whiskey. And Orphan Barrel does that. And they have um, forged oak, which is amazing, but rhetoric 20 year was a great. And I remember on my last birthday, I was at Chapter, uh, my boss at the time, he was one of the bar managers, Joe, uh, he said you know he knows how much i love whiskey and he's mm-hmm. like you know for your birthday you can have any whiskey on the shelf Whew. and we had uh pappy 21 year oh my is anybody familiar with yes. pappy 21 year yes i am yes okay so i could have had pappy 21 year mm-hmm. and i said no i don't i don't want pappy 20 year i want that rhetoric 21 because i had tasted a little bit of it before like just just to Cut hair that was left in a glass <laughs> and, and and i like almost wanted to rub my finger in it and just like and i had a full neat pour which was a good solid two and a half ounces yeah. and it was literally one of the best distilled beverages i've ever had in my life i still
0: i'm it was
1: yeah those are drinks three years yeah. ago and i still think of it to this day Those that, are,
0: yeah those are drinks you just have memories with yeah yeah that yeah
2: that description made it a little bit hot in here yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it, like, how you describe the entire process sounded yeah. like a playboy story no, it was, <laughs> yeah. oh it swells, yeah. it, swells. <laughs> it, it contracts in it yeah I'm a little hot and bothered right now <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: it's, it's, I, it's a beautiful thing for sure
0: yeah, yeah. So what's great about those some of those barrels too is that it goes over into beer production and like that's when you get those barrel aged Like stouts and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. So, yeah. Uh, Definitely. So, yeah. So, that's, you know, one way to impart the flavor onto the beer. So, I I think you see that more, like, again, I don't know what it was like when it was just Bud Miller Coors out there before, like, all the the choice was around. You know what I mean? But now it's like.
1: Bud is aged in Beechwood, didn't you hear? (laughs) (laughs) What? Who told you that? Who tried to tell you that? (laughs) Those those ugly fucking trucks that drive down the four hundred five every day. Oh it says it's. I mean, like oh, dedicated to the craft, <laughs> aged
0: in beechwood. It's like okay, all right. It's like, why do you guys use rice anyway? Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's some good. That rice. One, dogs, again, that was again not. I was gonna say there's some good rice beer. My, some, I know. Uh, Hit, oh yeah, uh,
0: the Japanese one with the owl on it.
1: Yeah, that's an amazing. That yeah. is an amazing beer. Yeah, but also from Great Divide, they're uh, something Samurai. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, an, is a great beer Ballast Point a, uh, uh a uh, What they call a research beer That was also great Rice is not a bad component in creating beer It's a horrible fucking component In creating uh, alcohol though <laughs> uh, and I, think, I think soju can uh, attest to that Like if anybody's ever had the soju before
0: Soju's a, You know how you're talking about like Different kinds of drunk I feel like soju's a different category so, there too Soju's a I've different I've had some rough category. nights off the soju <laughs> Yeah Yeah and then, sure. yeah,
1: I was at a com—I was uh, seeing a comedy show last week with Sarah. We were seeing Kyle Kinane. Oh, I uh, love Kyle. At that pl- it's this place in Huntington called the Rec Room. Oh, that's right. That's inside of a glow Play Sports Arena. Where's this? It's
3: <laughs>
1: never Neverland. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, yeah, it's in Huntington Beach, and it's a glow Like, it's like a, um uh, it's like a weird mix of. Dave and, uh, I'm sorry, of a uh, round one and they have like a Nerf glow like arena where you can shoot Nerf balls at each other and weird courses and they have a bar. It's just beer and wine. And it was funny because, uh, we had sat down, we're waiting for Kyle or his opener mm-hmm. and, you know, we ordered some food and gotten some beers and she had asked me, do you want anything else to drink? And I was like, you know, usually I have a shot in a beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, do you have any whiskey? And she said, we have soju. Shows, shows shows Actually, it's a... I'm like, ah, I know what it is. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, before you get back, I'm like, just bring me another beer. Just, just you like, bring I'm, me another I'm,
2: beer. It's like, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> bring me a beer inside of a beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, all the stuff you can do with alcohol nowadays. I'm like, there's so many things you can do now. So, like, what is it? Like, shooting Nerf balls at each other. Like, there's... I've been to, like, golf courses up in San Francisco. You could... Do that too, I'll like the golf. mini golf. Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, it's all about that top golf. Yeah. yeah, alcohol is another reason why I now understand why people love to play golf. Mm. I played in my. Like <laughs> okay, so so if, that was a hard. Yeah, mm. I know. <laughs> Going back to white people. <laughs> I, I, I played in a charity golf tournament a few months ago to uh to uh, to benefit uh, an an underprivileged city, and uh, it was me and three other coworkers, and I had never played. I'd never even hold, held golf clubs before. And all of us were... like The three of them kind of knew what they were doing. I had no idea what, what I was doing. And then there's these two very nice ladies who just drive up to you in another car. And they're like, I have all this alcohol. Can we give it to you? I'm like, okay, cool. How much is like, this? for free 40 free? Yeah. Like wow. I was like, oh, cool. like, how much is this? And they're like, oh, it's for free. We just work off tips. Like, oh, wow. God. Yeah. And for 18 holes, I was just blasted <laughs> like, and well, good on you for making it 18 holes I, right? yeah, yeah yeah well because i knew that there was a buffet at the end Yo, like, here's a tip for you <laughs> go charge that car because i'm gonna need to ride
1: back to my car
2: No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like i i didn't know that was like an actual thing there are like these beautiful ladies who just drive around the golf course and they're like do you want a drink it's on it's on yeah, the, the drink golf girls course. Yeah, yeah i didn't know that was a thing i've heard of them Yes.
1: It <laughs> yeah. was amazing. The only thing uh I'll tell you the truth. The only time I usually step foot on a golf course is to fish. Oh. What yeah. you can fish on golf courses? Yeah. They have, I it. had no idea.
2: Yeah, wait, is it like a license thing or like No.
1: Yes. Can't there, be, is 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 it? A, there is a license involved and I have one. If y- yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: Disclaimer, Mike is a licensed oh, was, uh, golf uh, be there. fisher. Of no, no, no.
2: I'm a super narc now. I'm they're sorry. Exactly. We'll be Not turning the uh, show into the authorities. If you're, if you're
1: listening to this, uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> help a brother out.
1: <laughs> no. Um, uh, there is uh, most, a lot of golf courses have ponds. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of those ponds carry uh, bass. Largemouth bass.
0: What? And, Are they they're put there catfish. or is it... Um, so
1: getting back to geek- getting back to geeking out. So yeah. uh, basically the way any body of water like that mm-hmm. will have certain things introduced to it through natural um, means. So one of the major carriers for fish eggs are birds
3: because
1: mm-hmm. a bird will land in a pond, maybe a natural pond or a reservoir where there's fish eggs there. They will pick up those fish eggs in their feathers, be trans, hopefully already fertilized, be transferred over. They'll go to another body of water, yeah. look for food, and let's say that there's never fish there. They might deposit those eggs, hopefully already fertilized. They'll drop them there, and if there's an abundance of food there for the fish, mm-hmm. the fish will thrive. It's almost like so, pollination, like with bees yeah, and stuff? Yeah, it is. Nature- it, is wow. it is literally almost like poll- it is. It is pollination but with and that is that's crazy one of the major ways that freshwater fish species travel but also through waterways spillways Mm -hmm. uh you know what i mean there might be a a a spot that gets drained for some reason and where all that water might flush away just so happen to flush away a clutch of largemouth bass eggs and the largemouth bass are an extremely hardy fish species Mm. as well as uh the asian carp which are, like, uh, those are consider- considered invasive. But, I mean, b- basically a koi. Yeah. A big-ass see, koi.
0: See, this is why I love bringing people on to geek out about stuff, because, like, I learned stuff like this. Like, I was not expecting a science lesson from you. Like, yeah. I thought Multiple we were going to be talking drinks the whole time. Lessons. Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: well, if you want to be a good fisherman, you do have to learn a lot about science, because, right. especially nowadays, actually, if you want to be a proficient angler... Which is t- technical the technical term. term? Yeah, um, it has a lot to do with science. Whether it be fishing for meat out on the salt, mm-hmm. uh, you have to know about conditions, water temperature, barometric pressure. You have to be able to identify species of birds because certain species of birds follow certain schools of fish. Um, identifying spe- fish species and you know stuff like that. So.
2: Well. Yeah. God, I thought I was a freaking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> You're a casual You're, when it comes to fishing. Yeah, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just a straight up casual compared to you right well, now,
0: Mike. it's funny you say you say that, Jason, because like I remember when we were kids, your your
2: dad would take yeah, us fishing, we all fishing all the time. But we were like Pure fishing, and it was like mackerel, and like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. We were also
0: like those four. Are great. Yeah, That's great bait. Yeah, like the, yeah. which is
2: another thing that I learned when I was a kid. It's amazing. Yeah, bait. those are the first couple that you catch, you 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 can descale them, chop and you can chop them up, yeah. and then it's the best bait. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But
1: see, the difference between that and what I like to do is, is yeah, you'll chop them up and catch more mackerel. But I like to catch them, chop them up, and go out and catch like an eighty-pound tuna. Oh. Or maybe like a nice Dorado. Mike's you know not I mean? fucking Some around. Milk. Yeah,
2: man. <laughs> yeah, I'm in it. Yeah, you're, you're talking about that 45 minute pull. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm in it for the meat. And also, that's one of the reasons I learned how to scuba dive. It, Wait, you
0: scuba dive too? Uh,
1: yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I started, before I started really getting in fishing, I dove first and I picked that up in Hawaii and I came back oh. and met a really great guy. He taught me how to catch lobsters and get scallops. And Did
2: you ever catch anything while you were underwater? Yeah. Okay, with his so, hands yeah, many so, times. so I want to I want to point you can, this out You
1: legally can only
2: Obtain lobsters Underwater by your hands Oh crazy So yes I, 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 That's I, I awesome. catch lobster <laughs> by hand Yeah I just want to Point out that Mike has killed things Both above water And underwater <laughs> So All you have to do Above is, water What's like? Well I've been like Fishing <laughs> oh, and stuff okay. right Yeah I'm just saying All you have to do is like Kill something while paragliding And you've, you've Conquered all
0: You've conquered the ecosystem
3: yeah, You've <laughs> conquered Every <laughs> ecosystem now He just uh, catches yeah.
0: a hawk all these paraglides oh no, no.
3: I, I adore hawks I,
1: you know it's funny because as I was going to work today I was looking at a red tail hawk that was sitting on a lamppost Right, wait right in the by circle it. Uh, it was you know because there's that one area by the hills there you know oh, You okay, okay, have a good yeah. red tail hawk population I mean it was off the freeway uh, you know but yeah I've seen owls over there and stuff but that was one of the things I learned while getting into this is looking for bird. I love birds birds and plants and
0: I love plants I Man, love a major buff Mike here I you wouldn't know. Have, yeah. I didn't know that no <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I'm learning because I see you all the time at the restaurant and I'm yeah. like oh shoot now we actually get to know you by the way shout out to your staff at the wall they helped yes make my shout birthday so much fun yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think wait were you listen my my memory is pretty hazy I don't remember if you were at the tail end of it or if you we were there at all you
2: guys were on the patio right no, that was communal? a that was actually that was, uh, that was actually after our last recording.
0: That was after the, recording. It was a
2: sincere garbage series. My
0: my birthday. Some of the staff. I want to say it was Steph.
2: So it was Stephanie, <laughs> Stephanie was there. Uh, Abner Starf. showed up for a little Abner bit. Abner was there. Uh, um, Abby, baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Angels helps us out. Uh-huh. Um, we just met Kate. Kate was there. Yeah, Brenda's awesome. Um, but yeah, no, there
3: was. Oh, they well. all have. But, yeah, uh, yeah. So
2: Angel
1: is uh, uh, Ellen. We'll call him Ellen. What?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Why is he Because his
1: hair sometimes will come in and he, he looks like the Mexican Ellen. <laughs> <bear his hair.
2: laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Go, go back because I want to hear uh, Stefan
3: Abner's. Okay. Um, so, S-
1: Steph is Sturf. Okay. Uh, Abner, I call him Abby from Chapter One. But okay. Actually, what they, they have deemed him is Daddy Denim. Daddy Denim. Yeah, Daddy <laughs> Denim. Because he's coming with denim pants
2: and a denim jacket. Yep. Um, he, I've, I've seen his Canadian. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, And it's yeah.
1: black, too. So yeah. he's
2: like, oh, it's, it's classic.
1: It's real
0: tough. Real formal.
1: <laughs> real formal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He might come in and knock over your bottle of maple syrup or something. Like oh, shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so
2: so Angel is. Uh, oh, uh,
1: Ellen. Ellen. Angel okay. Ellen. Uh, Brenda is uh, BP, AKA Baby Peen. Baby,
2: baby peen, <laughs> baby peen, yeah, baby, baby peen. Okay, yeah, baby okay.
0: penis.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jaws. Um, uh, Kate, because I mean we just, Kate, we, just we just met, met her. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. so I call her Miss Ward, like constantly, Miss uh, but Ward. I guess her. <laughs> this is going real far. I guess one of her nicknames is uh, poop t- poop boobs. Poop Bo- boobs. boobs, yeah, yeah, but I call her shitty
0: titties. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's, that. That rolls off the tongue a little bit nicer,
3: yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh,
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one. That <laughs> is a good one. Yeah, Steph, I, I, everyone just calls her Sturf. Sturf. <laughs> um, and Rainstar is just Rainstar. R- <laughs> chef Rainstar. Rainstar. Oh, uh, yeah. That's awesome. That's his real name. It's amazing. Yeah, it is
0: his real. Yeah, and he's <laughs> just, uh,
1: just an amazing person.
0: Just I've like, had the yeah. food there. Yes, I can attest. To oh, it. Yeah, he's no, amazing. It's <laughs> not just like talking to him. He's just he's
1: that's a, awesome. He actually did do eight, and this is true. He actually did do a benefit drag show. And oh, he loves to show the pictures of it. He's like, look at me up there in my dress and heels. He's like, don't I look sexy? <laughs> I hey. would kill for that kind of confidence. No, to I, be honest, he is like, honestly, he. You're right. I've I've killed many things above and below surfaces and still I could never touch his his he, he is literally a Ron Swanson
2: like in real That's life awesome.
1: he is he is like a Ron Swanson plus yeah.
2: I truly believe that running in heels should be the uh, in the Olympics <laughs> like like no no go home and ask your wife be like how hard is it to run in heels and she will laugh in your face yeah <laughs> it'll be
1: like it would be like a multi it would be a multi surface sort of thing like yeah right you, you know it's like flat ground and then, and then you got cobblestones then oh God. Like a, then you
2: got like grass that's a little bit wet. Oh Jesus! Yeah, and then Going there's the steeple tips. Steps. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> after you've gone through the mud. Yeah, yeah, that would be that yeah. would be horrible. No,
0: I I, I wanted to b- give a big shout out to your staff because it's like on my birthday they actually sang happy birthday to me, but they sang it in, they went happy birthday you piece of shit. <laughs>
1: It was that's so funny, it was so great it was hilarious. We never do that. People always ask and we're like no, we don't do that.
0: Yeah, oh, and they no, did it for we me were. and I was just like I felt the love. I'm yeah, like lo- are. the walls awesome. That. We do. Yeah. We
2: do love you guys. When I told everyone that I was coming here, they were all very excited <laughs> oh yeah no. this will be up tuesday so you can tell them yeah, <laughs> yeah. and we, yeah so no another shout out to you guys man like i know alex and i we're the, we try to be there at least once a week oh
0: you yeah,
1: so. yeah
2: you guys
0: are yeah you guys are there oh
1: yeah, yeah. And, well
2: but it's yeah. really nice though because like we're only three blocks away we can just walk over and like i don't well, have to worry about honestly i'll tell you the truth you're you coming
1: well the one thing i tell many people though mm-hmm. too and they're like i'm like you know what Make sure you're responsible. Be safe. Get home safe. Oh, well, we're walking. And I said, and this is the God's honest truth, I've seen people hurt themselves worse just getting off the fucking stool than I have seen anywhere else. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. That's all the last Like, oh. I mean, like, paramedics showing up, like, like, oh, lumps God. on heads.
0: Oh, man. You know what I
1: mean? Like, literally just on the way down, just, whoop, bam, done. You
0: know? Is is that the worst thing you've seen in this restaurant, at least? or? Uh, no, no. I haven't seen the worst... Actually, oh, what is was the
1: worst thing I've seen there? I saw someone drive through the circle once. Luckily, no one was hurt. Oh my what do you mean,
0: like, th- like where the like, fountain is?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Probably one... Of, I Well, I mean, I could tell you the worst things I've ever seen.
0: Okay, yeah, let's go into that. Really? really? Lord, some good okay. some good restaurant stories? Yeah, okay. Um, It's not like Gordon Ramsay level, is it? Or worse? Uh, what is Gordon Ramsay level? <laughs> like, just that yeah, you go in the kitchen, it's just a fucking like shit oh, show no, or like nothing like that. Oh, customers. It's
1: worse than that. No, it's it's it's, oh, it's worse than, than that. that, but it's not like,
0: you know, discussing
1: food or anything. Right. Okay, Um, okay. so um there's two there's two things like that what I would say the words. Number one, long short, when I moved to Hawaii, I became a cook. Okay. <laughs> I just turned 21. Um and they have the idea of Aloha out there, which yes. is, yeah. you know. So also they hate tourists. Because a lot of people come out there with bad attitudes they think yeah. you know in, in reality Hawaii was its own entity and then it's now absorbed into the u.s. For, yeah mm-hmm. uh, military reasons as well as a bunch of other stuff, but so there's still there's still a little sore about that Yeah, mm-hmm. it really so, wasn't that long ago if you think <laughs> yeah, about right. it. Yeah, and if you go over there and you act like you're, if you don't act very respectful and humble mm-hmm. to their ways, then you just might get your ass kicked by some huge Hawaiian guy. And I did see a guy, uh, it was a Hawaiian like construction worker guy, and uh, he was uh, letting a bunch of people pass through a crosswalk, crosswalk and the guy behind him, and you could always tell tourists cause they were driving a convertible Sebring or a convertible Mustang Mustang. That's how you <laughs> A Mustang. The Mustang. Yeah. I have a Mustang mustache. Uh, and so he ended up... He was honking at him because he kept letting people buy. Guy came out. Uh, beat the living shit out of the guy. <laughs> like in front of his family. Oh, God. Uh, oh, okay. And then, and then said like, you know what I mean? Like, welcome to Hawaii. Got back in his truck, drove away. Because the guy was, you know, the guy was just letting people pass. The guy kept honking, honking, which yeah. where he might have done where he lived, but you're not no. where you live. Yeah, you're not- You are mm-hmm. in Hawaii. And so he drove away. The guys called the cops. The cops came. Took the report, wrote a bunch of stuff down. Cops were Hawaiians. I literally watched them drive around the corner and just park their car. Because because <laughs> they, they, they were just like... You're just another tourist who just got your ass beat. You know what I mean? Like, like maybe you shouldn't have. Their, their mentality was, this is aloha. You, you work on Hawaiian time. We go slow here. Yeah. If you're in a rush and you're an asshole about it, we are going to either bring you over to our side through physical violence mm-hmm.
0: or- We'll show yeah. you the ways. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No matter what.
1: Yeah. Um, second one, probably the worst one. I was working a chapter. Very cold night. Oh boy! A chapter story. <laughs> uh, I have a few from there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so do I. I Your toes curl. Yeah. yeah. Um, so very cold night. Um, there was one of the local um, uh, guys who used to hang around. You know, probably. You know, he's like a homeless guy. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, everyone. You know, we try to help him out as much. We give him food, stuff like that. Um, but it was a very cold night. And if you know Chapter, it's on that corner, has that big open windows with all those tables lined up against it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the guy in question, while crossing the street from where Chapter is to go over to the side where the parking structure is, um, he stopped in the middle, dropped Trow, and took a huge coiling shit <laughs> right in the middle of the intersection. Oh my and, like, god! This, if anybody knows the area, if you don't know the area. It's a very small downtown area. Yeah. Two oh, yeah. lanes each way. Very small. Yeah. Compact. So, the viewpoints from the <laughs> restaurant to this gentleman just letting fucking loose. All the <laughs> like, just a, a huge crap. And then, not only after... Oh, so after he was done, just pulled right up, kept walking. <clears throat> and everybody along the window there was mortified. And... This might be the worst part of it. That shit, no pun intended, (laughs) sat there for hours all night long, steaming. Like steaming. Oh, okay. and I'm not exaggerating like a whatsoever. New York sewer I'm not a guy who, who exaggerates it was literally fucking yes it, it, and by the time the cars ran over it, it looked like a manhole cover oh. it just, just crammed into the, the ground like, you're
0: just telling the chef like hey take today off no one's gonna be hungry oh, we today calmed, no
1: joke <laughs> we comped every single person's meal who was sitting across that window oh, because it was just no. it, everyone was mortified nobody could just yeah and it was yeah. Oh,
0: well like compton like. And it, too, right? it was yeah. funny because everyone <laughs> called him blanket because
3: he blanket? used to walk around with a blanket. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay.
0: Someone runs in the back
1: like oh damn dude blanket just took a shit right in the middle of the street. Did you see that? <laughs> and the next day you got guys in like hazmat suits out there just like pressure washing it down. And God damn. God.
0: damn. <laughs> Yeah, that was really bad. That's pretty bad. Anything that involves feces is probably pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> God, where do we go? Wait, Jason, you said you had a chapter story.
2: Uh, okay. So- I'm sure he has- <sighs> there are Too many. <laughs> Okay, so I was uh, um,
0: I was a little taken aback by the shit story, but okay. go ahead, Jackson.
2: <laughs> right, right, uh, okay, that so, always leaves people. Yeah, so you're like, like no oh. matter what, <laughs> like people are always like, oh shit, uh, <laughs> so, ah, dad, oh, shit. <laughs> Officer Matt uh originally worked that chapter before i did uh and then uh i unfortunately after i graduated i lost um i lost my job and um and like it was just a bad point in the recession and everything right, so i just right. couldn't find another job and the owners were were nice enough to just make a position for me so they could just pay me yeah you know, so they could just pay me basically and like they really didn't need my position but uh, like we were just so thankful and it helped us it helped us for a good amount of months until I found a job and uh so they had me be a doorman but if you've ever seen me in real life at like conventions or events or like speaking engagements I'm a little dude I'm like, well, the fact that you called yourself a doorman,
1: yeah, I think is also like very like you didn't say you were security. Yeah, I didn't say I was a a security. I'm I didn't not say security. I was a
2: bouncer. I'm a doorman. Yeah, yeah. I was a doorman, <laughs> right? And I, and and I'm proud to say that. Uh, but, uh, but here's the thing: like I'm like five four, like just tiny, right? And uh, and you know they had me dressed the same way as the servers did and all that, and I stood outside and you know just like Michael saying, there's some cold nights, so like I had to. Coat and everything and um the thing was is like i was just there in order to check people's ids and then open the door for them like if they were entering or leaving and i've seen so many things on that fucking street that like i okay so
0: were you there when blanket did his thing
2: or no oh, okay. i was not there. I was like,
1: no no that is a you could throw away your television Because that street
2: is so entertaining. The things you see on that street, it was amazing. I've seen some incredibly entertaining things on that street. And and I've made lots of friends because of it as well. Uh, But uh, I think two of the best things, two of the best things I've seen. uh, One of which is if there was any sort of trouble at the door, you know, like I was, everybody used to always compliment me that I was like the most polite security they've ever met. Because I would always come up and be like, hey, you know, I don't think you guys should be doing this. Like, like, and I'd be real soft, right? But the thing was, like, they'd like brush me off because I'm a little dude, and I'm like, hey, like, I don't want to have to grab my brother to take care of this, right? And that was actually the line I would use, and they would laugh. And we had a hand signal, yeah. and then Maddie G would come out, and he's gigantic. you guys. <laughs> he is so big, and then everybody would shut up and just fly right. But my favorite you just have line: to walk through the door sideways. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's not—he's not tall. He's just very stout. Yeah. And just my favorite line was like, "Please, please don't make me grab my brother," and because like, yeah. Maddie G is actually my older brother.
0: And he's gonna do some stuff to you guys. I don't want to. Yeah. Like,
2: the second, and he's gonna enjoy that. Yeah. Shit too. yeah, yeah. yeah. The second is, um, I was there uh, for one of the best new year's eve to new year's day fights chapter one has ever seen <laughs> <laughs> it started inside of the restaurant uh and then so of course you know maddie g and then charlie shout out to charlie oh shit. Um, wait is he still a chapter I, I have no idea. Oh honest. man, I think he I, still works at, brunches. Oh okay. I, no, out, I'm not
0: sure. Yeah, shout out
1: to Charlie, and, man. Yeah, yeah,
2: right. So so it, Ranger Dave was working there at the time. Also, oh shit. Yeah, okay. Security <laughs> as well. Yeah. And so it was it was this whole thing where I, I was like holding the door and I was like helping him like pull out people that were getting in a fight at the bar. And you know, chapter one, it gets packed, it gets packed. So Ranger Dave is pulling people out. M- Matty G is pulling people out, and Charlie's pulling people out. And then, like, they started, they, like, just decided to square up, right? So, like, I came up, and then everybody's like, no, 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 you're good. I'm like, okay. And I just walked back to the door. (laughs) And then, one of them makes a move at Charlie. And Charlie wraps this dude up the fastest I've ever seen in my life. Like, faster, faster than most UFC fights. (laughs) I went was for like when, a single leg or what? what you, no, no, you it know. was just it. it was a he's a
1: he's a very very squirrely guy. Yes, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, he's, I've been
2: drinking with him. He's it's, extremely
1: yeah. strong too. Like yeah. he's crazy strong, and too. he's
2: very skilled. Yeah. yeah, and I see this guy just throw a haymaker with his right. Um, Charlie spins him and then just puts him just uh, just puts him right into a rear naked choke, and he and and within a couple seconds just puts him down, puts him on the ground softly. Yeah, and was that was nice it. That was it. They just he just laid him down, and then everybody went from about it to not about it in like two <laughs> seconds. And they're like, oh okay. So we're walking home. You know? (laughs) It was was just one of those things where like and the guy laid there for like like, (laughs) that was alright. And the guy laid there for like a solid seven, eight minutes, you know? I'm like, uh and like we all had to watch him like collect himself and then like go away. Like which is which is Uh I'm sorry, dude. Like when you lose a fight, it's 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 inevitable that if you're in these situations you're going to lose a fight. You know, like there's nobody that's a hundred percent. Yeah, you know, just too many anybody, variables. And well, no.
1: anybody who says anybody who says anything different is is a liar. Is a fucking yeah, liar. yeah. Who is? They've not, never
2: been yeah, in a fight yeah, ever. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Anybody who who says that they've won every fight they've ever been in has yeah. never caught hands before. Has never traded yeah. hands before. Yeah. And like, and the thing is though, is that when you when you lose a fight. There's a lot of things that go through your head, you know? Because I've been knocked out before. And then when I woke up, and I didn't know where I was, and I didn't remember the last 15 minutes, like, that's not a good feeling. No. But this dude had to, like, wake up in the middle of the street on New Year's Day... And just like kind of brush himself off and try to find his car. Yeah. Starting you know, the new year a, right. That's yeah. not
3: a good way to He's start the on my first resolution,
2: year. don't get knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not pick a fight with the restaurant staff. I don't know. Yeah, right? yeah. Maybe but not. Like, don't be oh, such an asshole. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It was just amazing seeing just everybody about this fight to everybody not about this fight. Because one dude just got wrapped up. <laughs> <laughs> that actually, the way you said that too, it totally
1: reminds me. Because I actually used to run security at a place... Um, in Irvine at the district called the all Dubliner.
0: The Dub! Oh boy, yeah. the Dubliner. Yeah, I used to work there,
3: there also.
1: Yeah. I used to, I know Maddie G from there, I and know. also uh, DJ Twist, AKA <laughs> Chef Temo, <laughs> mm-hmm. who oh. works at ARC, and then, yeah, love him. Good in, people. In love with him. <laughs> uh, but also, he's an amazing chef now, um, and uh, I met also uh, Timmy Morley, who worked over, he's the one who brought me over to Chapter, mm-hmm. but I used to run security there for a while, And, uh, it was funny because like you say, I am not a big person, Mm -hmm. never have been, probably never will be, never know, you know,
0: I don't know. You hit like 40, just start taking all the steroids with us. Well, I was thinking about getting metal legs. There we go. (laughs) It's a risky
1: procedure, but it's worth it. Yeah. uh but uh um that was from grandma's boy <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I don't know i i know you laughed hard enough i was like Go. oh no. uh but um <laughs> how did he see me <laughs> <laughs> i haven't
3: seen that uh, yeah. movie in forever
1: how much do clothes cost in the matrix <laughs> uh but um it would be funny though because i was always like a talker downer kind of guy but the number one thing is, is 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 learning not so much how to win but how to lose, you know, oh, yeah. how to how to get your ass kicked, which I learned very early on, yeah, and and learning how to do that faster is better because you know you learn much more after that, yeah, just and getting it, humbled, yeah, yeah, exactly, um, and so I would usually uh like to try to talk guys down, and especially a lot bigger guys out there would just kind of look at smart, me and, and, yeah. and and would you know they would literally just be like you know. Fuck you. Like, get out of my face. You're not going to... And I would say, you know what? I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I totally understand. You got me here. You're drinking. Having a good time. I'm telling you what you do. Like, you're probably like, yeah, fuck this guy. I don't have to listen to him. I'm like, I understand. I'm a... But, unfortunately for you, if you don't actually kind of listen to what I have to say, I'm going to have to call my friend over here, and then I'd point over at either, you know the 6'5", the uh, 250, 300-pound dude who's standing at the door, or even our our bartender at the time, Rashawn.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, Rashawn! Yes, I Rashawn, miss Rashawn,
1: who is the most enormous human being I've ever seen in my life. He's the, he is <laughs> one of the best athletic specimens I've ever he seen in my is, life. He is, not only would he bartend in a corduroy blazer and a Boba Fett helmet, which was oh, the best that, thing i well, ever that seen. That
0: caught me off guard right yeah. there. Yeah. But go ahead, yeah. oh,
1: <laughs> and, and I went to his house before um, on a uh, well-known holiday. It's on April 20th. You know, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of it.
0: But, I think I heard something. Yeah, it's like a local so, thing, right? Yeah, yeah uh, you know. Yeah, it's very niche. Yeah, I don't know. No yeah. one's ever heard of it.
3: But um,
1: I went over to his house, and I was just taken aback by all of his Star Wars and weird Japanese basketball memorabilia he has. But he's a weirdo. <laughs> but he's also a huge... Sorry, that, that also caught me off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a lot like, of totally, like, weird stuff. But he is just a giant. Like He's like 6'5", six, 6'6". Um, maybe even taller, um, but just like he's also a fighter, just cut to like he was the kind of guy who, when he was telling me a joke and he would pat me on the chest, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 I would literally have to be like, oh, come on, man, like, give me a break. Because you're like, <laughs> your pats on the chest jokingly are like punches. Yeah. To my like, chest, cave in you know, your like, chest. You're like, like ow. Yeah, yeah.
2: And I broke a rib. Yeah. So
1: I would tell these guys, I'm like, unfortunately, I'm either going to call this guy or this guy over here. And I mean, Unf- you know they're not nearly as nice as me. Yeah. So if you just go out now, then everything's gonna be fine. I mean, more often than not, I would, and I almost hoped for them to tell me to go screw myself or yeah, you know, go away because I'm like. Okie dokie <laughs> Best part of my night <laughs> yeah, like, You just oh, sit cool. back Grab some popcorn I'm Like yeah. well <laughs> Hey guy who's Six six foot straight Have you ever had A, a guy fireman Carry you before yeah.
0: Out the
3: door <laughs> you just want to be Physically and, dominated like, By like, a scary yeah. human yeah. being <laughs> you probably In a have public have area Yeah exactly <laughs>
1: It's like thrown in the pond
3: Just like, like
1: right outside the door Just like Clunk Like you know what I mean Like cool off
0: Okay <laughs> we're, we're gonna have to Wrap it up here soon Just cause uh, Looking at the zoom and we're almost out of battery. But okay. <laughs> but we're actually at, at uh, perfect timing anyway. Um, Mike, this was so awesome to have you on. And it was fun, actually, getting to hear you geek out about stuff. So interesting. That was. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I was very excited to be here with it, you guys. Is, uh, is there anything you'd like to plug or in any other last beer recommendations, anything like that? Um, I would definitely... Um Say well, one of our you know
1: a couple of our close friends definitely are like Cis Montaigne Brewery mm-hmm. in Santa Ana, off of Warner mm-hmm. in Grand, amazing spot, Network Brewery. Um, also another great tap room that's local. Um, which also has a lot of really great geek events. Also. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Brian is probably one of the biggest geeks I've ever met. Ah. So, yeah, he's an amazing guy. Um, don't let that go to your head. <laughs> if you're, which I'm sure it's like, ah, I, I, someone said my name. <laughs> um, but also, I would just like to invite anybody and everybody to come down to the wall. We just unrolled a brand new menu. You guys have been there to the menu fantastic. fantastic. Oh,
2: so good. Yeah. We've so been there multiple it. times with the new menu. It's yeah. fantastic. Do the yeah. karaage and then ask for it spicy. It is an incredible it's like it's it's a treat. Yeah. Seriously. If it'll blow your butthole out if you're into that kind of
1: stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, oh, and if you are, we won't judge. All right. Yeah. And then to mention the Instagram as well, it's the wall uh, it's at the wall underscore restaurant, correct? Uh correct, yeah. Okay, perfect.
1: Exactly, yeah. And check us out on tap Hunter um untapped also at the wall underscore restaurant um and that will give you a really great idea of what we're pouring what we're going to be pouring stuff like that our instagram um
0: i would try the wall asada's my personal favorite oh Oh, my god oh yeah fantastic
1: oh we might be well i don't don't get your don't get your hopes up but there might be some sort of panna cotta coming in no so yeah so you know like i said chef rainstar you know, he took over a while ago. He's one of the best people I've had a pleasure to work with. Mm-hmm. But his just his mind for doing what he can with what we have. Mm-hmm. You know, from something as simple as the the um, chicharones to you know our gravlax smorgasbord.
3: Yeah. Oh you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah. Which
1: are our house cured salmon with gin, uh, capers, thyme, creme fraiche, pumpernickel. You know what I mean. Like that's something you're gonna get. You know, we try to make craft approachable not only from the beer standpoint, to the food standpoint, and that's what it's all about. With yeah, the and service, I, I, so. that's
0: what I love about the restaurant. Uh, Accessible—that's definitely the right word. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. very welcoming, and that's definitely. I think we need more of that in the beer industry. Absolutely. Unless you drink Heineken, if that's the case, then hey, be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hey, We got that gnarly uh, wine on there. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just, we've
1: had we've had plenty of we love lagunitas over there. We've had plenty of their
0: stuff for sure. I'll take it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Jpg, where can they find you, bud?
2: So I am Jpg. I am the owner of the geek say what network uh you can find me as one of the co-hosts on our introductory podcast which is ready set geek i i host that with uh with cole and alex uh so we are your starting line to geek culture and you can find us on instagram at ready set geek podcast and you can
0: find me on Instagram at Justin Malari, and you can find Geek Offensive at Geek Offensive on Instagram. Don't forget to check out the rest of the Geek Say What network on all social media with the handle at Geek Say What. Um, and uh, shout out to Wayland Productions. Normally we're in their studio and we're sounding good there, but Today, they, they needed the studio, so they, they booted us out. Yeah. But we still love them. So, Shout out to Wayland. Yeah. Uh, you can find them at waylandproductions.ws. Shout out to Jordan Denay, our Geek Apparel sponsor. She's a Geek Apparel sponsor out of Brooklyn, New York,
2: who's also eco-friendly. And also, we are going to be getting, um, we just got another step of, of sponsorship with them. And pretty soon, uh, is uh, if you use the keyword geek say what, uh, you'll actually get a discount on Jordan Dene When does that take effect? Uh, once they actually send it to me. Okay, so. so don't, no, so not yet, uh, so, not to yet. To me, so not yet.
0: So we we probably like jumped the gun. There. Yeah, um, no, no, no,
2: no, it's guaranteed.
0: No, no, we can yeah. we can say that. Oh yeah, I, we I just say, say we, we jumped the gun a little bit. Yeah. We should have waited. <laughs> so like if you look at the if you look at the network logo, there you go. right now we're at the red. Yeah,
1: wait till you see the green. There you
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, you uh, dot com, and on Instagram jordan nyc um and like we said uh the there's two other shows on the geek say what network jpg is part of ready set geek also hosted by alex gallant and cole uh and geek ko our biweekly trivia podcast hosted by justin madriaga ish and sam i've been forgetting sam every time i do That's that okay. so so sorry sam if you're listening <laughs> um By the way, does Marley
2: Rosner have a website yet? Marley Rosner does not have a website
0: Son of a bitch. He does all the original music for the network, and uh, we've been trying to get him to put his work out there on a website, but hasn't done it yet. So, Marley, get your shit together. Um, Don't forget to uh, rate, comment, and subscribe. Oh, wait a minute. We're on not just Apple Podcasts now. We're also on Google Play Music. So, go ahead and just download us wherever you find your podcast.
2: Hello, Android users.
0: Yeah. What's up, guys? This is your... Well, actually, we started last week. So, But this is the second episode with Google Play yeah. <laughs> Music. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe to join the offensive. Thank you, everybody.